Alrighty, here we are. Oh, oops. Straight out of the timeline, right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I can't come up with anything funny. Damn it, I do this every week. How the hell did I not do that? Will. And this is Legends <laughs> TV Talk, and I forgot our own intro because it's been so long that we've done this. I forgot that uh, Will plays the intro music uh, right at the beginning, and so I forgot. And then so I was talking over it. So anyway. Um, it's okay. We will, You know what? We could have kept it out. Now Andy has to keep it in. I know. I know. We could have. But I mentioned it, and so therefore it must stay. Uh, <laughs> but for real. Is that uh, a time Doctor Who paradox? It's like, it, sorry, it's a fixed reference now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of time, that's kind of what we're talking about today. Um, but yeah, it's been a minute. It's been it's been a while. How been many weeks minute, has it yeah. been? It's been four weeks. It's been a, it's been a month. Weeks, it's been a month. Yeah. It's been a month. All right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, glad glad to be back here with you guys. To talk about this episode. Pretty pretty legit mm-hmm. episode. I kind of liked it. Um, but this week's episode is brought to you by Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Music backed up. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> well, I mean, I I saw like some of the promotional photos, and I saw like their car, but I thought it was just going to be like a spoof on Supernatural. Yep. And then when they're like, "Oh yeah, Supernatural films here," I'm like, "Oh, they are so uh, meta." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ooh, it's the last year. We should hop in on this before it goes away. And I guess the reason why they're not doing any more Supernatural is because all the crew was killed. But uh, but we'll talk about that here in a minute. But uh, I think it's time for a history lesson. And now, gentle listener, it is time for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. All right, season five, episode eight, Zari, not Zari. This one was directed by Kevin Mock, and it was written by Morgan Faust. And Tyron Cart Tyron 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 Lannister Tyrion Lannister yes <laughs> no this is written by Morgan <laughs> Faust and Tyron Carter yes. and uh, Will how about you tell us what happened this episode absolutely Bill Sarah Constantine and Charlie find themselves in the wilderness of Vancouver British Columbia they're searching for another piece of the loom but they run into a problem they couldn't have foreseen Zari has been having trouble feeling like herself. So she goes on meditative journey at the suggestion of Birad. Meanwhile, Ava volunteers to try and help Rory with a personal problem. Yes, yep. and what a personal problem it was. And that's going to be the first thing we're going to talk about this episode. But before we do that, uh, let's get some overall... What's another word for the one that I'm trying to not use? What's that? Um, feelings? Uh... How about this, Will? Give me your thoughts on the episode. <laughs> I did it. I did it. I didn't I'm say sorry, impressions. sorry, I don't do impressions. My training is so I'm going to play it anyway. Uh, yeah, he'll play it anyway. Uh, but yeah, so what are your overall thoughts on this episode? Um, It wasn't horrible. It was kind of... No. It was okay. Um... You know, it's nice that they're addressing the whole Zari situation. Um, it, it, it's nice that they're dealing with some of the Mick situation. I mean, they're they're giving him something. Yeah. And the fates, I was kind of like, okay, well, there's movement here, sort of. But, I mean, obviously, the first thing is we were all right. She's the third sister. Like, yeah. that mm-hmm. didn't, you know, that, that I was like, okay, we were all, we all saw that coming. Yeah. But, overall, I, I guess I'm still not invested in the fate storyline. I'm kind of like. Like all right, I've had a spear of destiny. I've had you know this MacGuffin of the year, that MacGuffin of the year. This whole thing seems like yet another MacGuffin of the year. So I mean, that's the part where I'm like, I really would just wish they would find something else. But, but I mean, like, what is Legends without MacGuffins? Mm-hmm. Well, they've stopped using the MacGuffin of the week, and now it's like a seasonal MacGuffin, which is almost a little worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but, uh, what about you, Kyle? Like, what are your some overall impressions? I'm sorry, I don't overall. do impressions. My training is in psychiatry. <laughs> I mean, overall, I I enjoyed the episode. I liked I liked the meeting of the two Zaris. Um, 
and I liked, I did enjoy the fates. I had forgotten, or I just, it completely, you know, passed over my head that Constantine made Charlie mortal, when here I thought he just stopped her from shapeshifting. I don't think yeah. he did, no, he did not make her mortal. I think that's that was a contrivance, because she was mortal before. This whole fate thing came about after Crisis. So we're going to blame it on Crisis. It's cri- it is Crisis. <laughs> like she, wasn't a, like, she wasn't a fate before Crisis. She was just well, a, do a lie. She was just, <laughs> she was just a shapeshifter. Well, no, I, I, yeah. I think, I, Kyle, I think you're onto something. Like, she, she, she was, yeah, the fate, the fate thing is, is new. The fate thing is new. The fact that, because I, I remember the episode, Constantine made her just in one. He stuck her in one, one body. Shape, yeah. Right? Yeah, stuck her in one body, and that was but it. But did that make her mortal? Not, apparently, per the writers and Crisis. But now yes. she, she's so. able to shapeshift again, so. She, she was, at the, yeah. at, at the end of last season, she was starting to regain that ability. So his magic was wearing off for that. But had nothing to do with immortality. Or right, because she anything. wasn't immortal. I don't yeah. believe. Right. Well, I mean, if she doesn't age, I guess she's immortal. Right. Well, she's very old. Like, we know that she's very old. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she was in hell for, like, what, 1,300 years or something like that? In yeah. Prison. So I guess, I guess doing it that way. But I mean, you could say you're invulnerable. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I have to go back. I, and again, that's and none that's of really... us want to go back and watch those episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's well, you know, go back and read or do some research on that because I am kind of curious. Nice, Kyle. Andy, you may want to remove that. <laughs> Might want to mute Kyle's line there on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. We'll have a competition here later, so you can. Uh, I mean, get the best. But uh, but yeah. So I I don't know. But we'll we'll go into Zari. Not sorry. We'll go into Charlie. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, he said the title. No, we're already in sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not, well, I want to. I want to focus on uh, the. I guess the C plot in this episode, uh, or maybe the B plot. I don't know. It's uh, making his daughter like this. This was. This was. Mm-hmm. This was good uh, kind of thing. I, I kind of like that they're giving Rory some uh, some more character development. They're giving some responsibility with a daughter and sort of stuff. But and and, and it and it was you know a cute idea. Ava and Mick going through time and you know doing events with with his daughter and stuff like that um as an attempt to sort of build some trust there and 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 you know make her not hate him but excuse me um it was interesting because it it felt sort of out of place in this episode with everything else going on um where like they're at they're being chased by a fate and Mm -hmm. rory's just kind of like nowhere to be seen doing stuff with his daughter like i I, did that feel weird to you guys or is it just me that, that this was in the middle of this episode, you know when they when they all came back on the wave rider after all that with Ava, I had completely forgotten about Mick. Oh yeah, and the fact that he should be there helping, but I'm going to just headcan and say that he just he went back and he tried to make things right with. Um, oh, like he went back to apologize. And yeah, which is the name I can't remember right now. I know Allie is the the mom. Can't remember her daughter, his daughter's name. Yeah, um, we, which is interesting. You know, we'll have a little bit of speculation on that later. But um, you know, of, of course, their plan doesn't work, and um, mm-hmm. the little photo booklet that they had in there, like you know, she she makes a very valid point that since Mick's been a legend, he hasn't been there as well. So it's like, you know, what do you do then? I mean, I, I don't know. Well, I, I don't like, know. The one thing I loved about that whole time, he dressed her as Captain Cold. Yeah, that was yes. that was cute. That was super cute, <laughs> and gave her like you know ten grand for her tooth from the tooth yeah. fairy, <laughs> and you know threatened to kill her uh, her prom date, which was yes. which was neat. And the prom date peed him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was it was interesting. Like you know, I I I, I like the story. I like the idea of doing that, and um, mm-hmm. it, it is giving something Mick to do, which he has had nothing to do recently, which I do enjoy and I do appreciate, but. It, it did seem kind of out of place with the severity of some of these other things with uh, the Zari storyline and the main storyline uh, with uh, Charlie and the, and the Loom Factory, as I've started to call it. Um, it's, it, I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of out of place. It sort of took important members of the team away uh, from this bigger threat. But again, you know, it's something that I think needs to happen. There needs to be something for Mick to do. And 
why not have him reconcile with his daughter? Um, yeah. I think uh, we'll, we'll, we'll speculate a little bit later on about the implications of what that could mean. Um, but up next, let's talk about our B plot, which is the title of this episode. Zari, not Zari. So, um, Zari starts to go a little, or thinks she's going a little crazy. She sees the cat that she she turned into. Nate's bed. Yeah. I should probably start (laughs) there. Right. Uh, she wakes up in Nate's bed because she slept walked there and she was hacking Gideon in her sleep to make Gideon not, I guess, alert anyone. Yeah, alert me Yeah, and um, so she's starting to go a little crazy, and uh, she sees the cat that she turned into, uh, and then she goes and meets Bayrod, and they talk a little bit, and then she finds out that she can play video games. So mm-hmm. there's... Mortal Kombat 11, by the way. Yeah, now, now this, this is something... Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Warner Brothers owns Mortal Kombat, so um, I'm assuming that's why all of the video games they were playing it was either old mortal kombat because i know they had a clip from like mortal kombat 2 i think it wasn't there the original mortal mm-hmm. kombat um and then this one here so um it would have been funny had them playing like batman arkham asylum or something like that <laughs> i would have i would have thought they would have had something to do with that because i mean although well they, yeah, they, i mean it still would have been they just released a new mortal kombat right yeah yeah mortal kombat 11 is the newest yeah thing. so i mean i'm sure they're, they're you know it's it's a soft you know product placement for that or whatever mm-hmm. um but yeah, so they decide to do a totem quest, which they've done before, and I just love the way the show approaches drugs and psychedelics, like yeah. like it's like it's a normal thing, and I think that's that's really interesting. <laughs> like you don't see Something other you shows. Need to tell a spell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shrooms are good, and everyone should do them, <laughs> especially if you have a totem that you can jump into and talk to the time remnant version of yourself. What did they? How did they describe it? She's a she's an uh, an echo inside the. She's a former totem bearer. Yeah, so she's a former totem bearer, like Echo kind of thing. Yeah. Inside the it's totem. It's in the... Ma- it's... Oh, God, I wish I had this backed up if I'd known. It's like... It's Optimus in the Matrix of Leadership. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Alpha Trion. <laughs> that was so crazy they killed Optimus Light. Prime. Nobody saw that coming. Light our darkest hour. <laughs> you got the touch. All right, sorry. Dude, <laughs> I always thought that was Van Halen for the longest time. It's not Van Halen. <laughs> No, that was some weird yeah. dude, and actually, I think that I think that's like thirty years old now, thirty five. Yeah, years. uh, eighty four. Eighty four. No, no, that's thirty four. So, yeah, I think it's thirty five years old now. I thought it was eighty six. Uh, by Stan Bush. Yeah, it's it, it's thirty six because I'm I was born in eighty four and I just turned thirty six. Wow. It's eighty. The movie was wrote yeah in nineteen eighty six. So it'll be thirty five oh. oh, years next year. Oh wow. Okay. There you go. Yeah. This has been Transformers the Movie TV Talk. Um, <laughs> Optimus Prime dies, but it's been 35 years. You should have seen it by now. Yeah, you should have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he comes um, back. It's okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's other properties of Transformers, so you're fine either way. <laughs> true. Very true. Beast Wars. No, there's not. Oh, no, Beast Wars. There are no Definitely. other Transformer properties. It all ended. <laughs> Shut up. I don't. Michael Bay. I Michael Bay's nothing movies. but Generation 1, sir. Uh, Michael Bay movies, they're the best. They are the absolute worst. And no, that, that, the worst that, for society, they make the Tiger King look good. Uh, the Tiger King was... I, 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 I didn't watch it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I've only seen a couple episodes. So. I'm sorry. I have, I, I have too few brain cells left after college. I can't afford to lose any to the Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, speaking of Mortal Kombat, it's on the uh, behind yeah, you right yes. now. This is Zari playing Mortal Kombat. Uh, and she's remembering. And she's remembering. And, she, and that was a very fast... Uh, win too. Yeah, she knows all the ultra combos and stuff, which is weird yeah. because Zari, the original Zari was not around when Mortal Kombat 11 came out. So how would she know Jade's special moves? It's all moves? the same controls. Yeah, whatever. It, it usually is. Yeah, it basically And actually Zari herself was, you know, from 2027 or whatever the hell it was. 2044. I don't care. Oh, it's she's from, from the, the future year with right. the thing with the their people that are living and so she could have played it on That's her. True. Yeah. You know, on her I always like, forget that she's from the future. Yes. Yeah, uh, an alternate future that does not happen. See, the but, reason I play the video, too, is because then I get to make solos of me so you can see the scenes with the Winchester car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which has a name, I just, and I've been told it Yeah, so many, many times. We, we we have this situation where they get to meet each other, they get to kind of explore each other's personalities. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it, was, it, was, it was really neat to kind of see that. And uh, it was also kind of neat to see original Zara's reaction to Bayrod being alive. It was uh, it was neat to see the actress uh, speaking because I mean I went to school for musical theater okay I, I'm I consider myself somewhat of a, an actor. You can see 
the the way that the actress and I can't remember her name offhand, but the way she uh Tala? yeah the way she portrays both characters, you know, she holds herself differently as new Zari than she did old Zari, and the way she just if you watch the way she walks over to the chair as new Zari and old Zari is completely different. She held yeah. herself completely in a different way. I was like from a from an outsider perspective looking at it just from a you know an, an actor standpoint, I'm like, you know, it's good that they did that because it's like, see, she's actually got chops, you know. I was very impressed by that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was going to comment on that how how well they did that scene. Just uh, the were they obviously not looking identical, you know? Well, the hair, uh, yeah. the hair is the big difference. Well, but but mm-hmm. but, but I mean, like you know, you, you you could be very convinced that those were two separate people playing two separate characters. Right. Uh, were they not the same person, right? <laughs> uh, because the 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 job was done so well. It was it was very very well executed, uh, both technically and performance wise. Uh, for them to to pull that scene off, and uh, you're absolutely right, Will. Like you know, the, her mannerisms, the way she holds herself, um, the way she eats donuts is different. Yeah, like that <laughs> was that was that was hilarious to thought? me. Is that like I I kind of figured that you know people are gonna eat because that's a thing you do every day, not just in character, right? right. And I kind of thought that maybe like that would be the one. I I, I want to watch how they eat this donut, and like she bit it like you know I might bite a donut, and then Nuzari bit it like you know a girl trying to not smudge her lipstick would which i thought was mm-hmm. i thought that was brilliant i thought that was really really good um but yeah as far as this meeting goes overall how what what is i mean will you obviously thought it was it was done really well Kyle I did. I mean, what did you think yeah no i i i i enjoyed it i enjoyed the the meeting of the two i enjoyed how newsari was explaining basically her life and how it how much it's changed yeah. To old Zari yeah. and how much and the fact that Bayrod is part of the team and everything and they didn't. I'm kind of upset that they didn't go into into saying that. You know that that where Zari old Zari was that Bayrod wasn't around anymore. I kind of wish they would have dealt with that. That was one thing. I yeah I agree with you on there. I thought that was. I I will speculate it on a little bit later mm-hmm. on 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 why I think they didn't. Uh, just because of what happens later on that we'll talk about here soon. Um, but yeah, it was kind of surprising for me that old Zari did not tell new Zari about what happened to Bayrod and why she was a totem pole yeah. in the first place. But I mean, at least, she, at least new Zari brought up Bayrod and her mom and dad being, yeah, being alive. So I guess there's comfort in that knowing that. Yeah. I mean, you know, that she changed it for, for the better. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that was, that was interesting. They didn't, you know, old Zari didn't mention anything about Bayrod, um, probably because she was too happy, like you said, Kyle, that, you know, her, her mom and dad and her brother were alive. And so it's probably nothing to, like, you know, bring up and bum her out. Um, and then later in the episode, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. <laughs> bring, bring Bayrod. Bring Bayrod with you next time. Yeah, ooh. yeah. That was, yeah. that cut deep. Um, <laughs> and, and we'll talk about that because I think I think there's going to be some implications there for some things that are going to happen later on, just based off some previews and, and things like that that we've seen. Granted, I actually mm-hmm. I actually thought like the way they were going to end that was Bayrod shows up inside the totem and like oh dead. that, that would have been, been cool. such a better that way to been, write it. I would have been like that would have been interesting. Yeah, because like, all of a like Bayrod just shows up in there and she's got to like be like, wait, if you're here, why are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then she comes out and he's dead and you're like, whoa, yeah, that that would have been really cool. I like that. I like that. Well, I should write for these guys. <laughs> I did. Well, <laughs> so on Flash the other day, uh, we were talking about that, and I I had a, an idea that I came up with that I thought was kind of cheesy and corny, and Bo loved it. Uh, and it was we they're going to use. So have you have you guys caught up with Fla- or, or caught up with Flash? I'm not. No. I'm I'm caught up with Flash. I just have not listened to the latest episode. Okay. Flash well, Flash. will you know that there's like a mirror iris going on right now, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. So like my idea was that you're gonna have the classic TV trope of like they're on a rooftop and it's raining and Barry's got a gun because he doesn't have the speed force anymore and like both of them are up there and and he's like you know one of them's like shoot her she's the fake iris and he's like no shoot her she's the fake iris and then um um Barry you know goes up and touches one of them and the spark of of him touching her. It's like, you know, because the lightning rod thing and like right. it ignites the speed force again yeah. with new speed force energy. And and I was like, 
I hope they don't do that because it'd be really corny. But it was like, no, that's great. <laughs> I actually could think of a better, but a better way to do that scene instead of a gun, Oliver's bow. Because he was Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like, you you could always be like, you know, the whole as you said, mm-hmm. no, shoot her, shoot her. Take a picture. <laughs> oh yeah, because one on one show up. Because, yep. But that nobody way, knows you know that for yet. Sure. But it would be. It, that's right. Yeah. Because the only person Damn that it. knew that is Damn now it. in the mirror. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's Flash TV Talk for you. Check out this week's episode at www.flashtvtalk.com slash this week's episode. Slash been, awesome. I don't know. Yeah. But no, seriously, Hashtag if you want to check that out, me it's stuff. great. You can do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's let's get into the meat, meat and potatoes of this episode. Uh, and that was our, our main storyline, our, our A plot, uh, which I am calling Charlie and the Loom Factory. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I like it. I like it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's... it's. <laughs> uh, you got to do the, the Family Feud yeah. X thing, yeah. Um... <laughs> but, yeah, so this is our main storyline. This is what's going on here. And uh, we, we have a start uh, with... One, what was the... The new Fate sister that we just got introduced this episode. What was her name? It, it's like Lothos Thanos. Sticky and, girl who Thanos. does sticky things to people and puts sticky things in them and then they die. I don't know. It looks like she gave Charlie it, a boner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because there's a bone. It's a bone knife. Was... Alright. I thought that was pretty good. She had a bone knife and she stabs people with it. But anyway, so <laughs> starts out I don't know if that's worthy of Return of the Mag. I think that's it's a not. Of, of failed. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, so this this new Fate sister shows up, starts killing people in uh, a, a London nightclub, um, and okay, here it is. Okay, you got the names. Three Fate sisters. Yeah. Clotho is Charlie. Atropos is uh, the blonde, and boy, is this a name? Lachius is uh, the one in hell. Okay, so Clotho's Charlie. I can't remember the other two. Clotho, <laughs> Atios, oh, wow. and yeah. Atropos, Atropos. and Lachius. Lachius, okay. I'm just going to... The blonde, the Thing hell one, one, and Charlie. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we, she shows up, the the blonde fate sister, and she's killing people. She's looking for Charlie because she wants to get the loom pieces back, obviously. And this is when she goes back to hell and she meets the original fate sister that everyone postulated was a fate sister and indeed was. Um, and she was given the ability to track John Constantine because, as it turns out, the sister they're looking for uh, is working with John Constantine. So how convenient for the bad guys. Um, yeah, yeah, for real. So Constantine and, and Charlie, like, they're, they're trying to go and run around and grab the loom, but Charlie wants to kind of take it slow because she knows her sisters are after her, and Constantine doesn't want to deal with that. He wants to go ahead and get it done. Um, so they run out a little bit earlier than they should have. Constantine goes out by himself in the jump ship. Um, and turns out that, you know, with, with him being able to be tracked by uh, uh, the blonde chick, the blonde fate, they find out and they blow up the jump ship. Jump ship. There we go. Um, and so, so now, you know, RIP to a real one. Let's pour one out for the jump ship. It's dead. It'll be back. Will it though? I mean, like it's gone. Like it blew up. Like I don't know. I mean, just take one out of history. And yeah, I guess so. It'll be back. So, yeah, this was this is interesting. Uh, they, they they tried to throw a kind of twist in there where you know, okay, so uh, Charlie John's in trouble, obviously. So Charlie and Ava go, not Ava, Charlie and Sarah go to go help. Um, they end up fighting the sister and getting their butts whooped, and something interesting happens during this this first fight that they have, and that is that Sarah views the true form of the blonde fate sister second fight yeah first second. fight was when charlie was a child made a child and then constantine was believed yes that's right that's right i thought that was no, never mind yeah you're right you're right you're right so yeah the first fight they they meet up uh it's constantine there and charlie gets turned into a child which everybody thought that she didn't she couldn't shapeshift anymore i guess she can't but she could yeah no, no, she's, no she could shapeshift now again it's it was the whole immortality thing that we were questioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so 
she's scared into child form. Um, Sarah takes off with her. Constantine, you know, concocts a thing to fight her, and there's like a big wind battle. And all of a sudden, he's back, and they're like, "Oh no, Constantine's dead!" But no, he wasn't back. He, you know, he wasn't dead. He was back. Also, yeah, they they didn't look back at his mannerisms or anything because you could definitely, yeah, yeah. Like this, this is my question about this whole thing. Was that designed to be a sort of red herring, or or were they just like? Because that's 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 the kind of thing that irritates me the most. It's been a it's been a thing in the Flash this season as well. Is that you have Mirror Iris, mm-hmm. but Mirror Iris at least is more similar to regular Iris than this Constantine was. Like, I figured they they've known Constantine for a very long time, and he speaks one sentence and then hangs back and looks all gloomy and stuff, and none of them had any idea whatsoever. Like, yeah, him the him speaking was fine. It was just his mannerisms. That all changed. Yeah, and none of them, none of them seemed to notice that at all. Yeah, none of them, none of them looked back and be like, "Oh, John, what do you think? Why are you walking like a woman?" Yeah, and why do you yeah. look so weird? You know, why are you looking so yeah. weird at this? Like, and, and I state, I state that as because that is how she was walking before. No, I vis a vis. Yeah, Matt. No, I know. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm correcting myself. Yeah, no, yeah, and he did a good job, kind of imitating that walk, I think. But th- mm-hmm. these are the kinds of things in these sort of episodes that kind of irritate me when you have these like uh these um uh, doppelgangers yeah like a doppelganger situation where it's like you don't i i feel like these people would immediately know what's going on and so especially charlie like charlie yeah charlie should have known because like her sister's been following her and in her head and stuff like that and so i don't know it's like is that is that bothering y'all as much as it's bothering me or is it or is it just in know. the grand scheme of legends, t- legends of tomorrow writer contrivances, eh, they've been a lot more contrived at various other points throughout the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for I'll let this one slide because it was just one episode, but where on the Flash, it's like a little different. And I think that's my problem too: is that it's it's been such a big deal in the Flash and such an annoyance that no one has noticed anything off. Except for Camille, who is now in the mirror universe, um, yeah. that I, I think I think I'm at my wits' end with um, don't know your significant other of X number of years is a doppelganger trope. Like I'm just done with mm-hmm. it. And and granted, it wasn't there for very long, which was which was great. I was hoping, I was so hoping this wasn't going to be a thing where it's like Constantine is actually the Fate Sister for like four episodes and nobody freaking knows. So glad that wasn't that wasn't the case. Yeah. Um so glad it was just a one and done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because again, it wasn't it wasn't any sort of mystery whatsoever. It wasn't a big shock, it wasn't a big twist, it was nothing. Um but this so so Constantine is he's been stabbed, he's on the forest floor, uh he's getting uh which I guess so um Charlie then leads the fake Constantine and Sarah to this like big swampy area where the next piece of the loom is, which would have been great if Swamp Thing just <laughs> right. Up. I mean, you're gonna throw in Supernatural, why not throw in shop, Swamp Thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I have I have not seen Swamp Thing yet, but it would have been great because those two characters I know, I know. interact with each with, with each other, and then alone. somewhere Alan Moore explodes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's already he's already exploded. Yeah. I mean, I mean Watchmen. <laughs> The, yeah, that would have been that would have been a better like quote twist and reveal would be yes. Swamp Thing to show up and be like you're not John Constantine, mm-hmm. and then get immediately like evaporated by the gods. So. And then Keanu Reeves shows up and goes, "I'm Constantine." Whoa! I would love <laughs> if Keanu Reeves like popped in. They went to like some alternate reality, which they should have done anymore. that during Crisis. I know they should have. Yeah, should have. Or at least just showed a clip of it. But whatever. I mean, Keanu Reeves is such a nice guy. Like I don't think he'd turn down a dump truck full of money to have like one scene in a movie. Yes, but I don't think they wanted to pay a dump truck full of money. <laughs> they had Remember, to that's why dump. we didn't get Michael Rosenbaum as Lex Luthor. Like, he was like, "I'd like a dump truck full of money." They were like, uh, "No." <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I thought I thought Tom Welling was the big buy, and uh... he was. But Rosenbaum wanted the same amount of money as Welling was getting. That was oh. the thing. They were like, uh, "No." <laughs> well, so so Welling was like, "I don't want to wear the suit. I don't want to do anything like that, and I really don't want to come back at all." Whereas Rosenbaum, from what I understand, wants he, he, he wants to play Lex Luthor again. He loves yeah. that character mm-hmm. and he and he really enjoyed it. So like But he's like, I ain't got no money. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, he's got a podcast, though. I mean, come on. They should have used him instead of John Cryer. Like, put him in no, no, Supergirl. No, 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 no. I love John Cryer. Don't get no, me no, wrong. No, no. But... John, Cryer's, John Cryer is great as Lex Luthor. Oh, and I love it, too, because of the whole Superman 4 thing. Like, I love oh. that whole mm-hmm. idea that, you know, he grows up to be Lex Luthor. You know, headcanon, but... But still, like you know, you could have had Rosenbaum. Wait, as the hold Lex on. Rosenbaum is Superman four, Lex Luthor. No, 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 no. Cryer no, no. was in uh, Superman John 4 Cryer as Lex's as nephew. Luther. No way. You don't yeah. remember Superman four? He had like that nephew that was like an well, idiot. No one, re- no one remembers no. Superman four. So. <laughs> Superman four, but he was like in it like doing one. the Otis role. He was playing like the Otis role, but he was like this oh late eighties, like whoa, teenager, like Uncle. Lex. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So then having him play Lex, my headcanon has always been like, he grew up to just take his uncle's plays. He's like, that is now I'm phenomenal. (laughs) Yeah. I like Superman 4 is by far like the worst one of the Christopher Reeves Supermans. But like, it was the first one that I saw because like it came out on HBO, like around the time that like I, you know, was watching movies. Like, I I didn't see the original in theaters or whatever. But uh, like they go and they clip the piece of hair that's holding up the yeah. giant, you know, thing, and they, they they fight on the moon, and he like punches him in an elevator into the core, like the dirt of the moon. Oh, it sounds brilliant! It's so brilliant. He throws all the nuclear weapons on Earth into the sun, like so. I don't know. Sorry. Anyway, that was that was Superman Four TV talk. Yeah. <laughs> and that. Yeah. Dear listeners, is uh, nuclear. Proliferation. Prolif- wrong. Wow. Proliferation. Yeah. There you go. You know <laughs> what? We have a Kyle destroying the English language again. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a new segment on this show called Kyle destroys the English language. We just put we like, just, a bunch of like, like, really find long words to see. Proliferation. You know yeah. what? That's just it. We should find Got it words after that are longer than three syllables. All right. We find a word. And, and we take bets on whether or not he'll say it right. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll write them down. Like I'll, I'll have I'll have a list of three, yeah. and then Will, you'll have a list of three, and then like whichever well, we'll one you pronounce. We'll just send each other a text and be like, "This word, what do you say?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, I'll send you the word, and then we can talk about it on air and be like, "Will he get this word?" And yeah, then I put it up on the screen and see if he can say it. And then like we win, and like you know, whoever loses yeah. gets to take a drink. Yeah, and Kyle's but... like, "Thank you guys for fun my education <laughs> level." And Kyle's like, "You guys suck." <laughs> Genius no, idea. We, we, we wouldn't we wouldn't do that to you, Kyle. But if Kyle, you want us to do it to Kyle, let us know in the comments below. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't do it to you, Kyle. But listeners, if you'd like to see this actually be- <laughs> But if the listeners want to do it, we have to listen to the Exactly, listeners. exactly. They- we don't want to, but if our listeners force us to, we yeah. certainly will. So listen, both of you, write in. Let us know. And here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. My friends would make me do it. Hands down. Oh yeah. 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 We're your friends. We I can too. see it already. Yeah. I'm going to make an anonymous account and like post over and over again. <laughs> make Kyle do the vocal vocabulary challenge. <laughs> make Kyle talk dumb. <laughs> this will be your okay. favorite portion of the show over. Mixed quote of the week will be Kyle's uh, yeah. quote of the week. <laughs> and it's funny that both of my favorite portions of the show involve Kyle. Yeah. Hey, Charlie oh, Bond yeah. would come up with a bumper for this. That would also make us have to do it. <laughs> it's just. Charlie just playing really terribly. <laughs> He's just like intentionally messing up. <laughs> oh, my God. oh dear! Oh, it's warm in here, guys. It Let's keep going. It's really warm. Okay, all right. So here well, we go. Um, anyway, we even speculated. I mean, yet? <laughs> no, we haven't. Let's. Uh, so no, we haven't. We're, they, we're, not, we're still on the loom of. We're yeah, still on the loom. Yeah. Uh, uh, so so Charlie gets stabbed to a tree. They lead the fake Constantine over to the thing. Uh, she grabs the the thing from Charlie and uh, shows her true form to Sarah. Sarah does not die. Uh, more on that later. And then she goes to the ship to try to find the other piece. And this is where we have Bayrod get in the way and try to protect his sister. Um, mm-hmm. Which you know she she he could have just let her go and he'd have been fine. But he took Genghis Khan's, you know, demon-killing sword and tried to kill the Fate Sister, which did not work. Um, I'm assuming because she had um, 
the two pieces. So I, I don't. I the the, the piece. Uh, she's a god. Well, but no, like like the, the the ring, right? Like she's getting pieces of the loom. Yeah. And I think she's like getting some of her powers back, right? Right. So like the one piece the legends had earlier was the 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 um spindle of yarn, basically. I think I, that's the symbol that was on there. I, I didn't really see the symbol that was on the one that that, uh, that was in the tree stump in uh, British Columbia. Yeah, I couldn't really either. Yeah. It's like a feather. Was it? Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't know what that gave her, but apparently when she got the, the new ring with the, the spindle on it that the Legends had, she was able to then draw out Barad's thread and cut it and, and effectively kill mm-hmm. him. So um, very much sad, very much Barad dead. But for how long... And I believe this brings us to this week's. No, it's not speedster speculation. Uh, (laughs) And now it's time for some speculation. It's time for speculation. I just saw and, a solo off the scene with like that's playing. <laughs> I know it's 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 kind of funny how that works out because right now uh, on Green's will screen, will screen. So in a few weeks we're gonna have Matt also read words. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna like try not to uh, extrapolate or uh, interpolate words and sentences. Will's green screen. There we go. Um, it's the exact scene we were just talking about uh, where Bayrod's thread is cut. And he is killed. And that's going to bring us to our first topic on this week's speculation. And that is, how long is Bayrod going to stay dead? I think he is going to stay dead for the rest of the season. You think so? I don't think he's... Er, he may come back for one episode, but I think he is going to stay dead. Okay. Because from because I don't think the actress is staying on for that much longer. Okay. Have there been uh, so, rumors in the wind? There hasn't been talk, but I know... I know back when season four ended, they 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 talked about him staying on for a couple episodes, and then that's it. Yeah. So I'm gonna go off of that. I now that could have changed in the meantime. Yeah, yeah I think they like um, him. I think they like what he brings, and especially with losing Ray, I don't think they can afford to lose him. I don't think yeah. he'll be dead long. If he's dead long, then what they'll do is they'll use him. Zarya will start going into the matrix of leadership more often. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and interfacing with him. Um, but I, I don't think so. I think what will happen is, you know, and then they'll loom a, you know, they'll find a way. So they'll do that. And then the loom of fate, they'll use it to bring him back at the end. But maybe to also give Zari her powers back and make her like be the legend. And well, they'll be Wonder kind twin. of the other guy. No, I, I, I think they're I think they're fully going to do the Wonder Twin thing. We're like the, the totem will uh, will either split or there'll be some kind of thing where they can both access the totem. Um, uh, or something like that. Like, sorry, Jaina. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, and Bayrod. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Jaina was the Wonder Twin. Thank I'm, you. I'm an Thank idiot. You. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you guys but are yeah, huge DC fans. <laughs> oh yeah, you know me. Well, um, I did recognize the the weird monkey thing from Super Friends that was at the uh, Crisis episode. Gleek. Mm-hmm. Gleek. Yes. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I, I I kind of agree with you on that. Will like I Kyle, I didn't know that they had kind of like you know talked about him not not necessarily being there. But I, I agree with you, Will, and mm-hmm. I think that he does bring something to the show now that Ray is gone. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's 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 a, it's a different energy, but it's kind of similar. Um, it's that kind of like chill, sort of relaxed, kind of like you know funny works stoner. really well with Nate. Yeah, the the, yeah, the stoner, stoner energy because like Ray was more of like an uptight, goody goody kind of like feel good energy, but this is more of a stoner feel good energy. But they're they're both feel good energies, right? And so I think you're right. Like I think that's needed, and I and I feel like what they're going to do is they're going to bring him back, but his loss uh, is what's going to change current Zari into more of like I cause I feel like we're going to keep current Zari. We're gonna yeah. keep current Zara. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 it's but this this loss is what's going to turn her into a hero. Um, yeah, like if, this scene, I just would have loved it if Bayrod showed up. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and the scene we're, we're talking about is is, yeah. is when they uh you know they're they're in the the totem of place totem leadership palace. Yeah, the, the <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know they're about to say bye, and uh, Zari is about to find out that Bayrod is actually dead. 
um, that would have been a really, really interesting way to do that. But um, I, I feel like they're not going to kill him off for long. Um, he's because because you're right. Well, he does bring that energy to the show. But I, I do think that his death in this instance is going to be kind of like a catalyst for Zari to be that hero, uh, to be that hero that old Zari was. And to, to realize that within herself. And so I think that's going to be a driving factor of that. Even if he does come back, that will still have changed her. And she still will be this new hero. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I, I yeah, I, I I think you're right. I don't think he's going to be dead for long. And if he is dead permanently, there will be multiple scenes of her, you know, getting tripped out on shrooms and going to the totem world. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, speaking of people, like, leaving the show and dying and things like that. Well, not necessarily dying in this case. But... Uh, where we left off on, on, on the C-plot line here was Mick going to go apologize to his daughter. And um, if there's anybody on the show who doesn't really do anything, much of anything anymore, except for give us my favorite portion of the show, which we're not going into right now, um, is Mick. And he really hasn't had a lot to do. And No, not... Yeah, like... I want to say, not since season three? It's, it's, it's kind of like, you know... Because he was the fire totem... Yeah, he was a fire totem bear then, but like since then, he's basically just kind of been, you know, I, I, we cut to him for comic relief when he's like mm-hmm. visibly agitated about what the legends are doing. And so, I don't know. I, I feel like if they're going to do, if they're, if they're going to like, you know, either give him some more story with his daughter plotline, that's fine. But I feel like this more is, uh, is an avenue. I know we've, we've talked about this before, but it feels... More and more, like this is where they're going with it. Where I, I haven't seen anything about the next season, whether or not Mick's staying on or not. Uh, I don't know if you guys have. I I haven't seen anything about it. Yeah, I haven't seen any casting news or whatnot. But like, I feel like this is an opportunity for Mick to finally be like, "Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go be a father uh, to my daughter and just leave the ship." Right. Yeah. That would that would actually kind of work really well with the legends just as they are because the only reason why rip picked him in the first place is because they, they didn't impact history at all. And so you have heat wave. Who's a supervillain who then just goes to become a dad and it makes sense. It works. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think this is, this is going to be the ultimate, you know, where Mick's story is going to end with him going to go be a father or are they going to give him something else? I think that'll be how they end it. Yeah, I think that's if, why they're doing. In, they're in, writing in, the ending. They're they're laying the groundwork for it. In the long run, when he's when he's ready to go, I think this is how he will leave the ship. So, do you um, think do you think it's going to happen sooner or later? I would say it. I think at the end of next through season, mid or end of next season, they'll bring her on the wave yeah. rider first. Yeah. Yeah. She'll just, be on the wave rider. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that that would make sense for her to kind of understand because, like, that's the thing is she's not really going to forgive him until she understands what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like bringing her on would be a way for them to reach that understanding and for him to finally be like. But hey, I don't know, man. It's it's so crazy because who do we have the original cast now? It is just uh, Sarah and Mick. Yeah, Sarah and Mick. And so, like, if we lose Mick. It's just Sarah. it's just Sarah, but then again, this is and then and then after that, it's uh, Charlie Kate. and Charlie. No, I, I I would not even say Charlie. Well, not the character, but the actress. The actress, right? Yes. Yeah, but not the character. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I feel like this is Sarah's show. I feel like this this is mm-hmm. kind of you know it's 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 her boat, it's her ride. She's a captain after all, on the show, um, and. You know, if honestly, I wouldn't have gotten rid of uh, of Ray. I would have gotten rid of Mick before I got rid of Ray. But I agree. You know, that's just me. I agree, but we can only do so much. Of the producers are can only do so much, apparently, with their story and how it's done for them. I wonder if it was something. We we still don't really know why he was written off, do we? Um, just that. The story for Nate or for Ray and Nora were was at the end. It just it came full circle for him. I don't know. I figured the, their words. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't necessarily disagree or agree with that per se, but you know, 
and and I could see Mick going off because he doesn't really do a lot nowadays. Uh, it would be kind of sad to see another original cast member leave. But then again, mm-hmm. it's always been really Sarah's boat and Sarah's show, and I feel like all the new characters that they've added had added a lot to the show. So I, if they do bring on anyone, I would like them not to be an original character. I want them to be something in the DC. Universe. I agree with that. And it's yeah. it's been lacking since season two. And I think, and I think the fact that they've merged the universes, they have now more. They have the ability. They have more. Yeah, they have more. Bring somebody in from Black Lightning. Bring in somebody from Supergirl. You know, I like would, yeah, make this be like that. Bo and I talked about this on Flash TV Talk, and uh, there are so many characters on Flash right now. You know, right now mm-hmm. uh, it is the oldest show currently running on the CW, and it has the most, yeah. you know, extra characters of the. Of the- of the Arrowverse. Right, of, of, of the Arrowverse, right. Um, because with, with Arrow being canceled now, you know, Flash is, Flash is now the longest, um, the oldest show on the air, right? Uh, and there's so many extra characters for it. And, like, I could see, I I mean, like, that's the thing. Is I wouldn't want Cisco to go. I could see him being on the way, Rider. I could see him being funny on the way, I could, like, you know. If, because they're bringing on Black Hole, no. Yeah, it's Black, Black Hole. Is it? Okay. Since they're bringing on Black Hole, yeah, definitely have Cisco join the Wave Rider and have Caitlyn come along too. See, here's here's the thing. I don't know. I would keep Caitlyn and Frost and Cisco. I would bring some of the newer characters. Like, I love I love Ralph. I love what they've done with him. Ralph and Sue, I think, would be great on the uh, uh, on yes. the Wave Rider. Yes, especially after this this week's episode with uh, Ralph, because you know he just shows up out of nowhere and we don't get any why he just shows up out of nowhere i'm not bitter about that whatsoever (laughs) yeah um but yeah no i mean having having ralph and sue on the wave rider would be a change because you could see you could see their whole relationship dynamic go forward and change people on the ship yeah i'd say it's like you know and then that's the way that mick gets off the ship yeah He's just annoyed by all the, the relationships. <laughs> the relationship stuff. Yeah, and, and, you know, because that's why, that's why Legends was created in the first place. Was It was a place to put characters who couldn't, they, they liked the actresses and the actors. They couldn't give them enough screen time, and so they gave them their own show. And I, I feel like we have that problem all over again, but we, we can't make another show, can we? But, like, I mean, what do, you, what do you do, you know, when you have all these characters and you can't give screen time to them? And you know, some, of them are, some of them are old you know, day one characters. I don't know. It just—it's frustrating because I'd like for each of these characters to be developed in a way that I feel you know is fulfilling for the audience and for the for the actor, right? And and mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, you can't really do that. And so, um, who knows? I don't know. I would I would really like to see maybe some people come onto Legends and sort of reduce the load on the other shows, but then all that's going to do is just increase the load on Legends. And like 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 in this episode, we had mixed story, which I think is great to expand on his character and kind of like go down that rabbit hole. But like at the same time, they're dealing with the loom of fate and like gods and hell monsters and stuff. It's like, it feels sort of out of place. So I don't really know. I don't really know. Um, Another thing I don't really know about is why Sarah didn't die when she saw the visage of the other fate sister. And that was a great transition. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I know exactly. All right, Kyle, lay it on me. Why, why, why didn't she die? All right, it's because she's a paragon. I, I'm thinking it's something to do with paragons or something to do with the fact that she's been because dead before. why would they just have... Why would they say that in um, Crisis and not have it go forward in the shows? But what about being a paragon gives you abilities to, like, witness the form of a true to god? To not, not die? yeah. Um... I mean, they they were the reason why they remembered everything pre-crisis beforehand. Yeah, too. So it's well, you got any book of destiny, crisis, pre-crisis. Oh, maybe Lex Luthor is right in there. Sarah will not die when she looks upon the true visage of a god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of wrote that in there just for 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 kicks and grins. Um, I don't know. Yeah, what do you what do you think, Will? I mean, do you have any ideas? Is it is it just Paragon? It's because she's died before. Is it something new and magical? Or I think oh, yeah. I think it's just she's died before. I think you know probably part of it's the Paragon thing too. But yeah, you know, sloppy writing. 
<laughs> that that is a possibility as well. I mean, we've we've seen it before. Yeah. Um. I'm. I, but I feel like this is one they're going to have to explain. Uh, yeah. They can't not explain that because it wouldn't make any sense, and like for them to just blow it off would be the ultimate sloppy writing. So I feel like it's going to be something important, and I feel like it's probably going to be something that's going to tie in with the Luma Fate and how she's going to be able to do something with it. Uh, I especially feel like the long season trailer, like the return trailer. Did you yeah. guys watch that on YouTube? Mm-hmm. I did. Yep. Okay, and they talk about who's going to use the Luma Fate and who's not going to have the temptation to do bad. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. I feel like Sarah and her ability to, you know, look upon the visage of a god and not die and all these kinds of things are going to tie into that. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and also that something up with her eyes because she's wearing sunglasses. So, oh, it's she's she's supposed to get powers apparently from this is what I've read and they've talked about um, way early on in the season. Or way early, like for press and stuff. So I think this is how she gets some powers. Um, and if you're watching, if you're watching this live, uh, Will has it on in the background. And boy, do they make Star Trek look great! I just want to—I'm <laughs> super excited about that episode. A- by the a- way, Ava is wearing some sort of yeah. lifting thing. Well, I, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Here, here's a question: uh, um, Who <laughs> who doesn't fit into their Star Trek uniform uh, worse? Is it Jerry Ryan uh, as Seven of Nine or as Ava as, you know, is she playing Spock? She's playing Spock, yeah, and Ava does not. (laughs) It is is insane. (laughs) I mean, oh, wow. Okay, Bayrod. Wow. Wakes up. (laughs) Wow. But But with old Zari. Oh, it was. No, but that's that's what I, that's, that's what I was talking about is that. Is that this the, the Bayrod's death is going to change New Zari into in, into into more similar to Old Zari? But uh, yeah, like that's that is insane. And, and who are the Klingons supposed to be in this? I don't like. I don't even know. Uh, they were, it looked Zari. like it looked like Zari, Nate's, Charlie, and oh, this this couldn't... scene right here, where like where the two girls jump up. Wait, wait, what wait, did they that, say? Those were Nick's. Daughters. Was that Mix? That that was his daughter and the and Allie. Yeah. But didn't they say something like, oh, they're totally going to get canceled after this? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> but here's the thing. Look at this now. Those strings look like what they pulled out of the rod. Right. Yeah. Those, are the, those are the strands of fate. Um, and, yeah, look, that they, is old so Zari. So they're undoing fate at that point. That's old Zari undoing fate. Which so is... either, they're, either they're undoing fate or that's inside the totem. It ha- And her eyes are different. Oh, Her eyes are so different. It could be. I want to see this one. Like, what are they riffing on on that? Is that like friends? friends. Why is Bayrod? Bayrod is back. Why? Yeah, it's, listen, I hate that I'm wrong. Bayrod is Bayrod's coming back. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, Bayrod's definitely coming back. Um, this, this is. <laughs> if you haven't seen the trailer for like the the return, um, definitely watch it because it is interesting. Because it looks like at some point, like that that scene right there where uh, Gary's holding the sign that says the world is wrong. Mm-hmm. That looks like the Fate Sisters win. They restore order to the world by doing mm-hmm. the the the, fret, the threads of fate and stuff like that. Right. So and also Mister Something Neighborhood is back. yeah Mister Rod I can't yeah um something cul de sac yeah yeah uh, is back yeah so, so so yeah there's that I mean so there's not as much speculation we can do because of that but there is a large trailer <laughs> yeah and and it's really interesting there's a lot of stuff on there but uh, one other question that I had here and I don't know if this is just like visual storytelling in the show. Um, but after Barad died and they're all comforting uh, Zari, they all just disappear one by one. I think one. that was just a storytelling device. I think they were showing, like, you know, she's still sitting there and they're all trying to walk away, giving her a moment. I think that was all it was. Okay, okay. Because I, 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 we, we deal so much with time and the repercussions of changing time and things like that. I, what I was trying to figure out is whether or not that was some sort of like, oh, crap, we killed Barad and now time is unraveling or something. But you think it's more of a visual mm. storytelling thing? Well, she did say that Atropos did say like something. Why? Why? Why was that there? Are you? <laughs> Why am I ninety-eight point six degrees Celsius? You ninety-eight point six degrees Celsius? You're yeah, dying. Lord, you're dying. <laughs> I'm not dying. I'm dead. <laughs> you would be quite dead. Quite dead. <laughs> quite dead. But um. 
No, like... If, if you... Will, if you could find it real quick. I know that's like... It was at near the end of the episode. She's like, you're you're done chasing fate. Oh, you can't... You, or fate is... Uh, oh. You can't outrun fate anymore. Yeah, she said no more dodging fate for you or something like that. Yes. Because he was supposed to be And then she dead. cuts. So, which means I think that Atropos knows about the... Time uh, fix? Well, time yeah, I, I figure absolutely yeah. she would. I yeah. figure all of them know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, because they used to weave fate, right? And so she saw mm-hmm. all the different possibilities of Bayrod and knows that he was, you know, originally died here and now he's not. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, so, okay. So visual storytelling method for everybody disappearing, giving Zari time. That makes sense. I, I, I can, I can mm-hmm. see that. that. That that makes more sense than them just disappearing for some random reason. But uh, any other speculations but, or musing on this episode? No, I should have paid more attention to the trailer because now I feel bad that I'm wrong. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for my favorite portion of the show, and that is mix. <laughs> no, no. No, oh. it's not the end. No. It's not the end. The end's Damn. my second favorite portion. But now it's time for my first favorite portion of the show, and that is Mix Quote of the Week. It's the Mick Quote of the Week. All right, we got a couple good epi- uh, quotes this episode, despite uh, you know Mick not partaking in the main storyline and having his own storyline. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Kyle, why don't you take it away for us? All right, uh, number one. Uh, number two. <laughs> do you not have the show notes up? No, I do. I do. I'm just making a He's joke. Trying to... <laughs> He's making jokes. Making... Yeah. Oh, look, look, look at him trying to be funny. Oh, well. <laughs> no, right. See, that, that would have been good in, in like the last several episodes where Mika's done nothing. Right. And could... Or the one episode where he had one line. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> literally, his only line was the make quote of the week. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no 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 okay yeah, we got a couple we got a couple this episode so yeah we do shame's a good thing keeps you from hooking up with someone and ending up in the parent of a 16 year old daughter whatever parenting sucks she ripped its head off how's that for a highlight reel I don't know I um she I ripped I, its head I off mean, me I, as... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I enjoyed him coming back and just being like, parenting sucks, yeah. and then just running off. But I do I do like him just being like, how's that for a highlight reel? I could see him saying that after, like, sharring the corpse of someone. Yeah, I could see that, too. I'm going to go with parenting sucks, though. I I'll think... go with parenting sucks, too. Yay. Yay. <laughs> well, it's funny because one of us is a parent. <laughs> All right. It's funny because one of us is a parent. So take it away, Will, uh, Kyle. I know. Parenting sucks. All right, there you have it. Mix quote of the week. Uh, my favorite portion of the show, and I'm sure it's yours as well. Well, uh, we have a little bit of news this week in the fact that we will not be here next week. No, uh, we will be there next week. No, we will. We will Wait, there's, there is an episode next week? There's an next episode. Yes, <laughs> yes the great doing my impression British. Of Kyle. Um, that are, there is an episode great. next week. All right, so the, the great, great British British fake off is next week, right? And then after that, there is another hiatus, correct? Yes. Uh, from what I've heard, yes. Brought to okay. you by Corona. Okay, so yes. Um, even even though Legends has fully completed and editing, as far as I know, is done for the rest of the season. They just don't want it to be on its own. I think really is what they, right. Yeah, yeah. They probably don't want to like you know. Because I mean, Flash is only going to go up to. Episodes? Yeah, it's gonna be weird. It's so it's. I mean, anyway, yeah, we will yeah. be here next week, uh, so you will be able to hear from us. So that'll be great. Uh, but unfortunately, it looks like we're out of time. But if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream, here's how: you can follow the show on Twitter at Legends Talk TV, uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Ring That Bell, spelled B E A L L. Uh, you can follow me. At, on Twitter at KyleCrosby89. You can also listen to me on the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at WR Benson or listen to me on the Planes Talkers Magic Podcast. That's Planes Talkers with a T, Bell. 
eat my shorts. <laughs> I would, but Get the doctor him. said I can't have too much sugar. Hey oh I do wear animal underwear, by the way. It's very comfortable. Oh, um, <laughs> if 280 characters <laughs> isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. Also, watch us live every week that there's an episode, because there's not always an episode every week. Thanks, Corona. Uh, you can do that on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. And if you like this show, check out some of the other shows from the tvtalk.fm network. Such shows as Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, Star Wars, Tolkien, and more. And while you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review, and we will read them on the show. And don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on Google Play and Stitcher. And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach for creating the music for our bumps. You can check out his other awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And another shout-out to our sound engineer slash editor slash producer, Andy Barksdale. He's the guy who makes us sound so pretty and who makes Kyle not sound like he's yelling into a 10-gallon bucket. Find out more at andyrobotaudio.com. As always, you stay classy, you idiots. Tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here?